Welcome to Acona Beyond the Articles, the podcast of Acona Online, the student-run newspaper for the Academy of the Holy Names in Tampa, Florida. Each episode is hosted by our staff members in which they give their opinions on a variety of current topics. We publish one episode per week, and you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, let's start the episode. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Ellie. I'm a senior staff writer for Acona this year. And today I'm with Elise, but I don't, she isn't, we're talking about Euphoria. (laughs) No, I'm not going to restart. We're talking about Euphoria and like Elise hasn't really watched. So like she's just going to sit in with me and like make a comment if she has one. But I really don't think you'll be hearing much from her, which is okay. But it's a little, it was just like a little awkward if I was just going to do this by myself. Never done that before. So it was like, you know dipping my toe in the deep end with a little friend here with me. Anyway, um, today we're going to be talking about Euphoria because that is what everyone's talking about. So it seems pretty um, on brand. Um, I think I'm just going to do it character by character, which could get a little messy because there are so many characters and guess what? None of them are really doing anything. I'm like really annoyed with Euphoria right now because, okay, backstory. I didn't like season one of Euphoria, I know, hot take, whatever. I really found a lot of the characters annoying, Jules, (laughs) Rue especially, kind of just combined them there, Um, and I really like didn't like the first season, it was kind of like difficult to watch. I also watched it right before season two came out, so it had been a few years after everyone else had watched it. So maybe that had something to do with it, I don't know. I also didn't watch the special episodes, and, like, the more people tell me to watch the special episodes, the less I want to watch them. So will I be watching them? No. But let's get into season two. It's four episodes in. Last season was eight episodes, so I'm pretty sure we're halfway through. And I think that the biggest thing that happened last episode, I'm pretty sure was the cow storyline um he's hilarious obviously that was like very crazy when he literally walked into his house in the middle of the night and just basically exposed his entire family he was just like yeah for those of you who need a refresher he basically called out every single one of them for different um nefarious things that they've done and my question is, why does Cal have a storyline? Like, I understand if, like, shows like The O.C. where the or One Tree Hill, like, the adults have their own thing and the kids have their own thing. Cal is the only adult with a storyline, and I don't understand why. Like, maybe because it kind of ties into Nate's storyline, but the thing is, like, they could have gone a different direction with that. So why give Cal a storyline? Like, it doesn't under—I don't understand— And, um, why is it so detailed? He had his own, like, beginning situation. I don't understand why he has such an impactful storyline, but maybe, maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we will. That leads us in to Nate's storyline. And the thing with Nate is, let me get to where my notes are on here. Because I really am, like, very confused about this man everyone like on tiktok a lot of the fan theories you see about euphoria are about nate and about like oh his sexuality or 
how what why he's staying with Maddie and why he's using Cassie like that. Like maybe because he's a teenage boy. Like does anyone ever think about that? Also, I don't understand why people are speculating about his sexuality so much because he literally Maddie jewels Cassie right all girls. So I don't understand where people are getting this like maybe he's just like so far in the closet whatever. I don't understand where that's coming from. Maybe I'm just like not looking that much into it. I think Euphoria is a show where people really like to, especially this season, people are really picking it apart. People are really like looking every single thing about the show, like really like really picking it apart basically. That's what I need to say. And you don't have to. Like I just am not really watching it like that. Like Nate is a manipulative teenage boy and Cal when Cal came in the house and was like you like I don't know anything about you like neither do we as the viewer like we don't know anything about him except for the fact that he's angry and Cal was completely right about that and then everyone's like oh well he like is using Maddie to get the tapes he's using Cassie because she like is obsessed with him or whatever like I don't really understand that whole storyline like I'm hoping they shed a little bit of light into it, but I really don't think they will because at this point, this, the show has become so much about the cinematography and not about the storylines that the storylines are so confusing and there's nothing really going on. It's like very, that's a problem. Sam Levinson, the creator of the show, who, hot take, like, I really think he's, like, pretty creepy if you, like, watch him at the, like, at the end of the episodes, like, the credits or whatever. He's, like, such a creepy dude. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, he's so weird, but he has been focusing so much on the cinematography. Like, at the end of the fourth episode, when they had Lexi in the theater, Cassie in the, in the flowers, and they had Elliot in the church, and I think there was another one but I don't remember what it was. Um, he's really focusing on that aspect of the show, and I think that the storylines are getting a little bit jumbled, and there's not really a lot of, like, meat and potatoes, so to speak, and that is needs to be rectified in the next few episodes because, like, what is going on? Literally, what is going on? Back to the characters. Next, I think we have to go with my girl Cassie like Cassie was such a season she was like season one's little like everyone loved Cassie everyone really just wanted the best for her now our girl is in a little bit of a mess she's in a little bit of a pickle um you know she really got herself into something peculiar with this Nate Jacobs relationship she's in and I think I don't know what the point of it is and that's really bothersome to me because I really just like want to know like why is it because she's so desperate for love like why would she choose Nate like she had that other guy who was like in the first season from Halloween that she could have easily started a relationship with like I don't really understand why Nate um but, you know, Cassie's going through it, like, we all do. And honestly, like, Cassie's probably the m most relatable character on the show right now. Um, just, like, going through, like, a bit of a rough spot, you know, like, feeling the need, like, she needs to be loved so bad. And, like, this is the only person who's going to give it to her. Like, I think that's what she thinks right now. 
Um, it was the 4 a.m. thing was so funny when she would like get up and I was watching an interview um on TikTok of course with Sydney Sweeney and she was like yeah like I brought all of this from home like this is like like that all those things that she was using like those are like my things like I thought it was so funny um but I think that Maddie already knows that they're together because you could see in the hot tub scene when Maddie was like egging on Nate she was actually egging on Cassie and that's like when when she was like you said you wanted to have my babies and that's when Cassie like threw up like she kept looking at Cassie every single time she would like say like a new thing that was like um trying to like we thought was trying to like get Nate to like explode but she didn't do it all this episode which was another weird thing maybe they'll be like explaining like why he chilled out except for in the bathroom with Cassie but that's because he wanted to get a rise up Cassie and Cassie was like no like like if you think Maddie was bad like I'm crazier and he was like that's not something to brag about and honestly like I don't believe you Cassie like um I don't think she's mentally tough enough in this era of her life to be crazier than Maddie and she's like way too desperate to be crazier than Maddie so like we really don't believe you there Cass another thing um is Maddie she definitely knows and honestly Maddie doesn't have that much of a storyline this season which is like weird she's kind of like a side character in the whole Nate and Cassie thing and I hope she like has more screen time I hope she has more lines um because I like miss her she was like a good character she had a lot of like depth I feel and I don't really know if anyone else has that but we don't see any of it this season because she's off which is weird next is cat i never liked cat i always thought she was really annoying um and the thing is we all know well if you're in euphoria if you're on euphoria tiktok which i don't know if you guys are but i am and there's like this whole thing where cat barbie who plays cat barbie Ferreira, I think her name is, um, she got into, like, an argument with Sam Levinson, which, like, more power to her, because as I stated earlier, weirdo, um, so, like, he cut a lot of her lines and her character story this season, which we can kind of see, she's not really in it that much, but neither is Maddie, like, I would say she's in, she's in it kind of the same amount as Maddie, and, except for Maddie's, like, weird babysitting thing, I completely forgot about that, don't really understand that either, but, like, I really just don't think I'm looking enough into it, but I don't really... I don't know. We'll see. I want to see how it all pans out. Anyway, back to Kat. Her storyline got cut, and I think that that's annoying because this season, I feel like she would have been the most relatable. Like, the amount of times, like, and Elise can chip in in this one, like, the amount of times one of her, our friends has just been like, my boyfriend is so annoying. Like, <laughs> I hate them. Like, no, exactly. Like, it's, I think it's just integral to the high school experience. Yes. Like, you can dislike someone that you love. Exactly. And, like, she's just, like, he's really annoying. And then the, there's the other part of her storyline where, like, she doesn't know who she is yet. And, like, those two things alone are, like, so integral in the whole high school thing. And the fact that her storyline was the one to get cut when she's, like, everyone else is going through these, like, random, like, my dad is, like, peeing in our foyer and, like, my 
honestly, it's, like, not that crazy for your, like, best friend to date your ex-boyfriend, but whatever. That's, like, another thing. Like, what else is, like, crazy? But, like, when you talk about, like, all the TikTok trends, it's, like, oh, when you go to Euphoria High. Like, yes. it makes it so obvious that, like, no part of Euphoria is something that would actually occur to that extent in a normal high school. Right. It is a glamorized version of drug culture and of the issues in high school, but, like, to such an extreme extent that it's entertaining, and that's why we all love it, and it's, like, such an interesting storyline to watch, but it's not relatable. So right. a story that would be relatable being cut... Is annoying. Is annoying to people who might be like, yeah. I just kind of want, like, to see myself in this show. Right. And I, you could argue that there's shows, like... There's other shows that might showcase the, a real high school experience better. But you think of shows like Riverdale. Like, it had the same issue. It started off as, like, high school students, and it, it turned into, like, monsters yeah, and, like, so time travel. Did like, why can't we just stay true? No. No. Like, why can't we just stay true to, like, a real high school experience and, like, have an entertaining show that people want to watch that isn't just riddled with, like, this unreliable or unreasonable yeah. storyline? And so many, like, I know um, Dare was like, oh, you euphoria is promoting drug culture like i've never watched an episode of euphoria and been like i, I want to do drugs like drugs look so fun like rue like dancing in our kitchen or whatever like that just doesn't like being so out of control like maybe it's because i'm like a control freak but whatever like i've never really been like yes that looks so fun is entertaining to watch of course it's not something that you want to really partake in when you watch it though right right and like then i saw another thing that was like euphoria like at this point like i was saying earlier this there just are too focused on the cinematography and not the storylines euphoria they want us to like think that we're on drugs when we're watching it and like that's not what i see i just am like watching this show that like there there wasn't really a lot of movement and i think Episode three was supposed to be the episode that like kind of set up the backstory, and episode four was where everything was supposed to start happening. And a lot of people didn't like episode three because of that, and a lot of people liked episode four because they thought things were starting to like happen. And I had the complete opposite kind of reaction. I really liked episode three, and I didn't like episode four. I was really disappointed that nothing happened. Um. So back to the characters, you know, one by one, um, I feel like next we can go to uh, Lexi and Fezco because those are everyone's favorites this season. Um, Lexi and Fezco were like my favorite two characters last season. So the fact that they're, you know, like maybe like gonna get together is like so cute. I think that was like a really good choice. The problem is they have no screen time. So I don't understand how you're supposed to like tease everyone with this beautiful relationship that everyone would love and then be like, no, no. Um, we did get a little bit of Lexi's play in episode four. I hated the scene with Lexi's play. Like, what is this play? Like, there's so many theories. It's like, oh, like, the whole show is just Lexi's play. Whatever. Okay, sure, maybe. We'll find out. I don't really think that's the direction they're going to go in, but that's just me. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Lexi's play, and I think that they... Maybe they're going to just devote an entire episode to Lexi and Fezco, because that's another thing that happened this episode. There was, like, a minute of Fezco, and, like, things really seemed to be, like, 
hitting the fan with him right now. There's going to be like some sort of raid, I'm pretty sure. So we don't really know what's going on with them at all. We know that they like have problems going on, but we don't really know what, especially with Fez. Lexi, I think, is a little bit different. She, you know, is doing this play and she's fighting with Cassie and that's kind of all. So I don't. The problem I have with episode four is like it focused a lot on the characters I don't like and I guess that's like a personal thing but um getting into that situation I I think that we'll definitely see a lot more from Lexi and Fez in the next few episodes and if we don't like that will be disappointing for all. Now we get to get into the love triangle from hell literally the two most annoying characters it's hard to watch a show when the two most annoying characters are the main characters like it's, it's physically painful to watch this show when rue and jules are on the screen like rue everyone's like i can't believe rue is relapsing i can't believe this like rue stated from the very beginning like she's not wanting to get clean like that's not her path that's not her journey and we just have to let her live it like honestly like you know what like it sucks yeah she's obviously like not in a good headspace and then like going from like rue relapsing and everything like obviously that's what she was always planning on doing and then we have jules oh jules oh my god like First of all, maybe I need to watch special episodes, but, like, I don't understand, like, why they like each other so much. Like, I think that Rue, you know, there's that thing in AA where, like, you're not supposed to get into a relationship within, like, 366 days or whatever. Because that, like, person becomes your new addiction. And I really think, like, Jules should have known that. And she should, if she really loved Rue, she would have protected her by not getting into a relationship with her so quickly because she should have known like I think it's like a pretty common thing where like you don't like start dating an addict while they're in recovery like that's just like a basic thing John Mulaney you'll end up with a baby yeah John Mulaney <laughs> you will end up with a baby you will end up with a baby um and like I kind of like dislike Jules for being so like saying she cares about Rue so much and then doing that to her like because does Rue even love Jules or is that just like something else for her to be addicted to? And then we have, um... That's deep. I know. Look at me being all like crazy. Well, normally Miss AP Lit. Okay, Miss AP Lit. <laughs> literally. Um, and then we have Jules also being like, who's Elliot? Like, why would we hang out with him? And now like her and Elliot are getting together behind Rose's back like are you kidding me Jules is so so annoying like I really have nothing nice to say about her and I don't understand how Jules didn't know Rue was using that is the most out of everything in Euphoria every single little thing the most unbelievable unrealistic thing is Jules saying she didn't know Rue was using again because I mean she was hot she was really really high and Jules couldn't tell like I don't believe it and I saw this TikTok it was like Jules was like so mad at um Rue and she was cheating on Rue because she's Rue's like a druggie and a liar 
and then she ends up cheating on her with a druggie and a liar, Elliot. And, like, Elliot is so manipulative, manipulative to Jules, and Jules just, like, doesn't even notice it. And it's like, is it because she's so sad that Rue was being, like, mean to her in the car that she, like, doesn't even notice he's manipulating her? Is it because she, like, needs the attention so bad that she's like, oh, she doesn't even see it? You know, because I think it's very obvious that Elliot is being manipulative to everyone except for Jules. And I think it's very obvious that Jules kind of manipulating Rue a little bit. In the car, Jules literally hands Rue a case of White Claw and then she's like, why are you drinking? Like, why am I drinking? Like, everyone's drinking in this car right now. Like, it was so, it's just so much. Like, each of the characters is in their own state of confusion right now. I don't think anyone can really predict what's going to happen. And maybe that's the point. Like, maybe they really just don't want us to have any clue what's going to happen. And the thing that I'm frustrated with in the show right now is, like, will anything happen? Like, we don't know. Because they're so focused on, like, making it cinematography. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like like visually pleasing that's what they're focusing on right now and not storylines and like if you want to keep the generation that literally can't watch seven second videos like I don't remember the last time I watched an entire TikTok I'm not going to continue watching an hour every single week of this show when nothing is happening um some hot takes to end the episode with I think that Faye is the rat Faye is so unhinged and she's one of my favorite characters this season um, but I really do think that she's the rat. Like, I don't understand, like, why, what her purpose would be if she wasn't. Um, there's a lot of controversy between Sam Levinson and the actors, which is, like, I don't understand why they can't be professional. And it's, like, really kind of weird, like, the whole thing with, um, the whole thing with Sydney Sweeney where she was just like there was too much topless like we had to you know take some scenes back and I don't really understand the purpose of like having her be topless so much like it doesn't add anything to the show so like if she's uncomfortable with it like why you know but she was able to say like I'm uncomfortable and they took it out so that's good um Maddie needs a new storyline. She needs something else. She has this babysitting thing. It's weird. There's no real purpose to it. What's going on with Maddie? We are unsure. Like, she, ha- we really don't know. But she definitely does know about Cassie and Nate. And I don't know how she's going to handle it, but more power to her when she does. Um, what is the purpose of Kat's boyfriend? He doesn't have any screen time either, which is probably for the best because neither does Kat. But, like, if Kat is going through this whole, like, I don't know who I am thing. And there was, like, that weird scene with Kat and all those influencers. That was so weird. Like, why would they do that? Like, why? that? It provides nothing to the show except for, like, a sense of uncomfortableness for the viewer. Like, maybe that's what they're trying to get at. I don't really know. And then, finally, just another complaint about the storylines. There's nothing there. Hopefully, next week, we'll get a little more. Maybe I'll do another one of these with Elise when um, the show is over. We'll see. 
but those are just kind of some thoughts I have halfway through. Basically, I'm just very confused, and I want them to spell it out for me. I don't want to have to keep, you know, figuring out what's going on for myself. Like, I have enough to do with, like, real schoolwork and stuff like that. But maybe that's just me. Um, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this Akona podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our accounts on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Also, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts so that we can provide you with the best content possible. Stay updated with Akona Online.